We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with a packed house. As uh, everybody is getting over the Christmas break and uh, hopefully all of your family celebrations, uh, we have, uh, of course, producer Chad Ellis in the studio, Sheriff Dave Marshak is in the studio, Tim Shelsvik uh, from Drury Outdoors, and of course my co-host Bo Matthews is here as well. Great to see you, my friend. Hey, man. Good to see you, too. So how was your uh, how was Christmas? It was really quiet. Yeah? It, it was quiet. Uh, the, Good for the, you. The home run gift for the wife. you gotta, you got to find that. If you, if you exchange gifts with your wife. And we were watching a comedian on Thursday last week, and this girl, this uh, comedian, was wearing high-heeled sneakers. My wife lost mm-hmm. her mind. She's like, oh, my gosh, those are so cute. I was able to go on Amazon. Boom. They were under the tree by Christmas. She lost her mind. High-heeled sneakers seem like they uh, it uh, defeats the purpose of sneakers. Hey, she's happy. <laughs> That's I'm all that matters. That's all that matters. I'm just curious. Where'd I you just, get your wine? Now I need to see. Now I need to see them. Uh, we had a 40th birthday blowout. My wife's birthday is a week before Christmas. Yeah. So we did everything for her birthday this year. Good, so we didn't good. do any gift exchange. Um, but uh, yeah, we had a great. We had a fantastic Christmas week, though. Absolutely. It was a. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And the weather is crazy. Ah. I yeah. was walking into the room, and I just realized what I was going to ask Tim. All right. Uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. All right. Very yeah. good. So, yeah, as I mentioned, Tim Shelsvik uh, from the Thinking Woodsman podcast, Drury Outdoors, is here, and Sheriff Dave Marshek from Jefferson County is here. It's great to see you guys. And uh, they're going to be here for the entire show with us. And right now, as we start the show, uh, same way as we do every week with our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Uh, great to talk to you, Aaron. How's it going? Merry Christmas. Hope you had a great. Uh, hope you had a great break there. We did. It was a good time. We had the store open special on Monday. We're normally closed just to have uh, the ability for those customers that that love coming in. Uh, to come in and get those last few uh, items. And for four hours, we were just slammed. Nice. We weren't open very, very long. We were we were quite surprised, to say the least. Yeah, very good. So, um, what, how was uh, how was Piper? How was her her Christmas? I bet it was awesome. Piper was, Piper was awesome. It was a Mimi Mouse Christmas, and uh, <laughs> got her some play doh and some Legos and. Uh, she's got her own cash register now, so you may see that if you stop in the store. Uh, she's got a, a Minnie Mouse uh, cash register, and they've got some uh, Minnie Mouse dollars and coins and uh, just some other real fun stuff. Uh, so she had a good time, and then uh, the wife got me a Model 66 Smith & Wesson 357 Magnum. Mm. Uh, nickel. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. And, uh, and then I got a, a blanket which was uh, good. I always steal my wife's one blanket. It's super soft, so she bought me one. And then uh, Piper and I uh, got uh, Jess a belt buckle and a belt and, and uh, like some wine glasses and a bottle of wine and like a little carrier. So nice. Uh, everybody, everybody got a little little something, and uh, it was uh, it was good. But the uh, real joy was watching Piper open up presents and uh, play with trains and 
it was just a uh, little girl amazes me. I'll just say that. That's that's so cool. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it's absolutely all about. And I and I actually should say that um, I said that we didn't really exchange presents, but my family did get me in, in, when Aaron said blanket, a twenty pound weighted blanket. Have you guys ever I experienced? Yeah, Thunder yeah. Blanket. Have you ever experienced a weighted blanket? Uh, no. I hear it's supposed to be uh, 10% of your body weight. They are <laughs> freaking awesome. Really? They are amazing. Is it hot? Like, I've, I've been concerned about it just being... So I always keep the house extremely cold. Yeah. So, it, yeah, they are warmer, but I keep the house very cold. It's cozy. So, yeah, so it's fine. And yeah, no. Will it you take is, it to the deer stand. I mean, it, can, you, it, can you do that? No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But holy smokes, huh. are the the weighted blanket is freaking amazing. And they're not cheap because I because they my, are not my wife cheap. has been wanting one for a while, and I was kind of looking around. And they are not cheap. They're not giving them away, but I mean, they the are old, awesome. The old throws that you bought, you know, with the logos yeah, of the yeah. blues or the yeah. car. <laughs> There's just no weight to them, and, and and I never understood. It's all polyester, and that's where I thought I was getting my heat from, you know. Uh, but I, I just read about the weighted blanket. I was like, I looked for them. I went to oh. Bed Bath and Beyond. I I didn't find them. Yeah, I, we we ordered ours offline uh, online, but yeah. Did you ever think guys, there'd be a? Go ahead, Aaron. I said, just take two blankets, sew them together, and throw some. <laughs> that is That's definitely one way. That is definitely one way to do Fine. it. Right. Weighted blanket. Hey, as we roll into uh, 2020, what uh, what is uh, happening at Southern Armory, Aaron? So we've we've got some things that we're working on right now. We're looking at bringing in some medical classes, some medical supplies. Uh, we would always carry like tourniquets and stuff, but people wouldn't really know how to use them. Um, so I was like, you know, being a paramedic. Maybe I should do a little bit more uh, public education um, on just on, you know, what you should have in your range bag, what you should carry in your vehicle, you know. So we're going to carry some things that just aren't just for the shooting range um, and just aren't your house, uh, but, you know, leaving your vehicle and stuff. Because, you know, the reality is, uh, I've said this before, and I know it's resonated with listeners, uh, you are your own first responder. So when that person breaks in the house and you just charge a firearm and let's say you or a loved one gets hit, uh, in the process uh, from from the bad guy uh, shooting as well, uh, you know it's going to take time for law enforcement to arrive. It's going to take time for them to secure the scene and then allow the fire department, the paramedics, and stuff to come in as well. So having a, a tourniquet or a chest seal, uh, some gauze, uh, Israeli bandage, stuff like that at your house is probably not a bad idea. Same thing at these shooting ranges. Uh, some of these shooting ranges are are pretty far uh, out, depending on, on which one you belong to uh, or where you go. Uh, some of these unmanned conservation ranges, uh, same same thing. You know, they're unmanned, so everybody's kind of relying on one another uh, for safety. And uh, if something happens, it's going to take a little bit for uh, the fire department, ambulance, et cetera, to get to you. Uh, you can bleed out very quickly. So just having a few basic life-saving items with you when you go shooting is a great thing. Uh, in your vehicle, if you wreck your vehicle or you come across, let's say, a motorcycle accident, as that's going to uh, motorcycle season uh, apparently reopened uh, like right around <laughs> Christmas because we had like 60 and 70 degree weather, which was great. Yeah. Um, you know, just the little things, but the $20, $30 worth of items you can leave in your car to, to save a life is it's pretty uh, phenomenal. Uh, working with another company on uh, some backpack stuff. Um, been carrying uh, bags and whatnot, but uh, there was just just company out there that I came across that had some just real lightweight stuff. Uh, they do like overlanding and backpacking. 
so uh, I was like, yeah, this is kind of a, you know, like a one pound backpack uh, or a one pound uh, tent. And, uh, mm. and then they had like a bag. I was like, oh, this is really cool stuff. So kind of moving towards uh, the lifestyle stuff, uh, so to speak, of, uh, you know, uh, camping and, and backpacking and uh, first aid. And then uh, if you need a CPR or first aid class, uh, I went ahead and did my CPR first aid instructor. So we're going to start hopefully setting those things up um, in the future as well. So if you're interested in, in any of the classes that we're going to be offering outside of uh, the CCW and the defensive pistol uh, classes, uh, you know, stop in, uh, talk to Jess, or go to our website, southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. Chad doesn't have a microphone because there's too many people the in here, so I have to do it again. That's southernarmory.com. <laughs> did you want to do it? I did it for Oh, him. Tim yeah. did it, and I and I talked over him. Tim Shelswick did it, and I talked over him. Dang it, he was ready. Yeah. He was ready. Not as smooth as Chad. And so, uh, you know, you can go to the website, of course, and then when you go there, it'll pop up and say, hey, you want to join our email list and, you know, join that, um, join, join with the thousands and thousands of other people that have joined um, and that are getting uh, some commentary uh, from me on occasion, especially as we move into the new year with uh, the legislation that's coming down. I'm sure everybody saw, hey, you know, the governor's going to consider gun control stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, let's suit up and wait for this. It looks like Mr. Tarlow will be going to Jeff City again. Yeah. Um, to, to complain and um so that's the one thing that uh i've kind of been you know, i've been watching and they go back into session here in january um and i've got a open invitation uh from several reps i know to to come on out and uh so i've been been looking at going oh, out if you do that if you do that we need to uh uh yeah we you will be our the official correspondent and i would love to hear uh that experience because uh, yeah. and and you know what you guys what you guys work on, uh, Aaron. One more time before we let you go. Uh, social media websites. Where can they find yeah. uh, Southern so, Armory? Of course. One mile east of two seventy and forty four ninety nine zero one Watson Road, and you can get on the social Second Amendment Radio and Southern Armory. And of course, southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. There he is. Tim Shelswick got it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, get on there, and then we'll do some live streams and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure when I get out there, uh, we're going to do that. But uh, the plan was to take the train out and kind of be like kind of diplomatic like Harry S. Truman. Um, Truman took the train <laughs> everywhere, so tour. I want to do that. And say, what did you say, Chad? I love it. Whistle Stop Tour. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Aaron yeah, Tarlow Whistle Stop Tour. I love it. So, We'll, uh, we'll let everybody know when we're going to do that, and you know, I'm not opposed to listeners joining me because um, you need to make your voice heard too. Yeah, that's you know, right. Listen, I'm, I'm nothing. I don't want to say I'm anything special, right? I'm just a regular guy that owns a gun shop and uh, loves to serve his fellow man. Uh, so you know, you you guys are welcome to come. Very and, good. Uh, if you can't can't join me. The socials are great, and uh, maybe we'll get out there. We'll do a live stream, and uh, you guys can bombard. The, uh, the reps and stuff that we're meeting with with uh, some questions because we need to let them know we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna negotiate here. Good stuff, Aaron. We'll talk to you next week. 
Yep, you too. Bye. All right. We need to take a break, but we have Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak, Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors in studio with us. You are listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo, Bo Matthews, Chad Ellis, all here with you. And joining us in studio this week is Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors and Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak. Great to see you, gentlemen. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of the show today. Yeah, thanks for having us Good back. Good to see you. Yeah, Merry Sheriff, Christmas. great to see you guys as well. So uh, I want to dive right into a uh, very interesting conversation. We've been getting a whole lot of feedback um, from this discussion that we have had uh, on the show and, and on the Dave Glover show when I've been hosting here recently. Um, and that is this new bill that is being floated in St. Louis County about uh, hunting in county parks. Um, some people are thrilled and some people are very worried and very against it. Uh, just, just for people who maybe are just hearing about this for the first time, Tim, can you just sort of kind of frame the, um, uh, the idea of what hunting in a public park would look like? Yeah. And, and it sounds like to me that it's uh, <clears throat> strictly bow hunting. It's bow. I, yes. I that is correct. Talk- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. ...about firearm hunting in, uh, in county parks, but... Yeah, the problem is, as most folks that live around St. Louis know, is we've got way too many deer. There are too many auto collisions. There's also social stress, over-browsing. People can't have gardens where they want to have gardens. So it's just too many deer. It's not healthy. Uh, and, and, and one of the refuges for all these deer are the county parks because they're just undeterred. They've got no natural predators anymore, and they're just stupid thick mm-hmm. so so i i think i think the, the the county government is is moving in the right direction and and it looks like they're going to allow bow hunting and and i don't know i imagine they'll have some type of credentialing process and right. a process for checking people in and um uh and, and they'll probably cordon off particular areas to allow bow hunting over here and not over there near the swing sets. Uh, that's just my guess. But there are lots of ways to do it and lots of precedent already set for municipalities that do allow bow hunting in public spaces. And when you say uh, uh, public parks, St. Louis County parks, you do picture swing sets. You do picture mm-hmm. families out there and stuff. But there's a lot of parks that are just land. A lot of woods. I mean, yeah. just tons of land, hiking trails, things like that. Uh, so I think it's a misnomer for the people that get offended by hearing something yeah. like that. Oh, my goodness, go on social media. They can't be doing this in our parks because <laughs> yeah. the swing set is next yeah. to the, you know. Yeah, you're not going to have some guy hanging out on a merry-go-round with his PSE waiting to. Although at the top of the slide is a great deer. Yeah. I, that's, you <laughs> that's you get the right height. And, yeah. and I've been on regulated hunts uh-huh. in other county parks throughout the state. Um, I used to draw for Fleming Park up uh, near Kansas City. Um, it was very well organized. It was disciplined. Um, I I felt like there was no possibility of uh, third party, you know, playing on the ground the same day. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, well regulated in terms of safety. And these hunts were not going on when the general public was out there playing with their children. Right. Right. Uh, I think it's the I think it's the right move. I've participated in these hunts, and uh, I think it's a great way to uh, to curb 
you know, the fact that uh, there's so many deer over there with a few predators. And so many people are getting hurt in car accidents with these. I mean, they're all over the place. Yep. Now, I I will say, as a bow hunter, just because you have the the legal authority to hunt a particular location doesn't give you license to be a jerk about it. Because you will encounter people who are not comfortable with hunting, who don't have a context for it, and maybe have some preconceived notions. Recognize that you're an ambassador for... Every hunter out there, gun hunters, small game hunters, anglers, like you, you're you're kind of the tip of the spear for the entire outdoor community. Yeah. So be nice to people. Yeah. Don't just Maybe be... you can change some minds. Exactly. Instead of being confrontational and saying, hey, I'm here legally. Deal with. I, I, I was bow hunting. A me few... being in your face. Yeah. That's no way to go. Yeah, I was I was bow hunting a few weeks ago on a trail on private ground between Hidden Valley and uh, a property in, in Wildwood that I was hunting, and a guy comes walking down the trail that I had set up on, and he was clearly trespassing, and it looked like he'd done it a lot. But I whistled at him a couple times. He's looking around like, "Who? Where did that come from?" And I was like, "Sir, I'm up here. I'm up here." And he's, "Oh, hey," and and I, I just I said, "Hey, you, you may not know this. You're on private property." Uh, you'll have to turn around. I'm bow hunting right now, and I've leased the property to hunt. And it was a nice exchange. I could, you know, I could have read them the riot act, right. but that's not going to help. That's not going to help matters in in a culture that is already kind of has a thumb against uh, the hunting community. Yeah. So if you're hunting in a county park, be nice, be be helpful, and and uh, be winsome. Yeah, from a law enforcement perspective, uh, sheriff, would you co-sign that statement? Without a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt, and without hesitation, I think it's uh, it's it's good for the support. Um, and again, it's a it's a matter of public safety at this point. If there's so many deer um, traveling the roadways, it, it you know we have to be cognizant of traffic safety and yeah. traveling. So it, in in Jefferson County, this is a you know this is a St. Louis County issue. This uh, that they may be allowing hunting in uh in county parks but what are the what are the rules uh in jefferson county as far as that stuff is concerned can you do that in jefferson county already and again just from a law enforcement uh perspective do you feel like it's a good idea for st louis without a doubt you know i'm I'm an avid hunter as well um the county parks uh department has organized hunts so you know, one of the things that we are a little bit different in terms of St. Louis County is that we don't have all these municipalities that, you know, struggle with these decisions independently. Um, you know, majority of Jefferson County is unincorporated, and a number of our residents enjoy hunting on their own property, and they may have, um, you know, a swath of property of 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 acres um, where there's no restrictions in terms of hunting. So, you know, I think in terms of the sport, it's good, again, and I think it's a uh, it's good for our community. Uh, I wouldn't have any objections whatsoever. Yeah. And has uh, St. Louis County reached out to you to... Uh, Not for... to me specifically, but it doesn't mean that they haven't had communication with our parks department. Sure, sure. And, and Jefferson County Parks does a great job. Yeah, but I would completely... Again, I would completely support it. Um, I've hunted in county parks throughout the state. Um, this particular issue is not isolated to St. Louis County. Again, on the other side of the state, it's been an issue for a long time. And they've addressed it, and they've addressed it in a humane way um, because the population, without some other disruption, will continue to increase. You know, that's a, a, a great um, a great point regarding just about everything, this issue and other issues. Uh, in general, how much communication does your department or maybe the, uh, like you said, the Jefferson County Parks Department – 
do you guys communicate with St. Louis County on uh, on a regular basis about uh, law enforcement? All the time. And all, that? all the time. You know, um, we have uh, officers assigned to task forces with St. Louis City and St. Louis County. Um, as I've said before, crime's a regional issue, and uh, it takes all of us to work uh, together. Uh, you know, our tactical teams will end up working together. Our narcotics units end up working together. Um, we don't worry about jurisdictional lines. We have to work with other prosecutors' offices, whether it be the circuit attorney's office in St. Louis City or Wesley Bell's office, because of search warrants mm-hmm. and the follow-up investigations that are necessary on crimes. Uh, it's paramount to our success, and um, I think uh, regionally, uh, all the departments have a really good relationship. Good stuff, uh, Bo. You mentioned off the air that you think that it was, so. For people that don't know, Bo Matthews uh, lives. In a uh, uh, in a secure bunker on uh, five thousand. You all laugh. You all laugh. When the purge happens, on, you're coming to my house. He's, a, he's on five thousand acres of private hidden land uh, somewhere uh, south of St. Louis. And you said that uh, um, uh, you think that many of your neighbors maybe picked up some firearms uh, for uh, Christmas because I'm, there was some. <laughs> There were some discharges being heard a lot uh, over the last couple of days. A lot, uh, Tim. A lot of people maybe uh, getting uh, uh, guns or getting the idea of uh, of hunting. You know, and as we start a new year, um, maybe some Christmas presents were given. People uh, getting back, or maybe uh, introducing kids sure. to the hunting lifestyle. Uh, what are always some good uh, things to keep in mind when you are introducing somebody, whether it be a child or an adult who hasn't uh, done this yet, uh, when you're going to be introducing him to sort of uh, the outdoor hunting lifestyle? It's it's it's, it's such a big question. I, I think first, obviously the the big safe, question the, from the big guy, <laughs> big for your size. <laughs> the, the 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 safety respect for the weapon itself, whether it's a bow or a gun. Um, I think I think second, maybe they're maybe they're both first, but just the sanctity of life. You're 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 in the pursuit of taking an animal's life, mm-hmm. and uh, and as as exciting as that is, um, I think if there's not some, if you're not saddened by that at some level, there's something broken inside, and and you have to like kids especially have to realize once you pull the trigger, once you fire the release aid, you can't. You can't rewind that bullet or that arrow, mm-hmm. and you can't bring a deer back, or you can't bring a squirrel back, or whatever it is you shot. Once it's dead, it's dead. And and so many of us have like this game, the the video game mentality that well, you just you know reset and n- no big deal. The finality of death is something that's kind of lost in our culture. So mm-hmm. you may have to start from ground zero with that and help them understand that this this animal is not coming back. And so like and then you scaffold out from that and you talk about and that's why we're going to make the most of this animal's sacrifice by consuming it. We're not mm-hmm. going to leave it here to mm-hmm. waste. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would guess that the two biggest hunters in the room are you, Tim, and you, Sheriff. Uh, can you talk about your first experience as, as a child? What What do you remember how you were introduced um, to it individually? Yeah, listen, I'm going to echo what, what Tim suggested, and that is 
you know, there needs to be a grooming process, so to speak, in the development uh, of, a young, of a young hunter, yeah. without a doubt. And um, and that's the process of development that I was taken through. I mean, um, I would run out to the field and retrieve birds uh, as my dad would shoot uh, with his bow. You, with you his, were the I was, dog. I was the dog. <laughs> I was the retriever. And uh, and to learn and to learn that good boy. <laughs> and to learn, you know, and to obviously, um, you know, to put birds out of their misery if they were wing shot, you know, and. Um, so there is a grooming process and a development process, and that's how I learned uh, from very early on and then transitioned to other hunts. And, how, how old were you, would you say? Uh, Ten. Wow. How about you, Tim? I think I was seven. My dad started me out on uh, squirrel hunting, and I, I actually wrote a piece on it called The Tall Oaks in My Dreams on thethinkingwoodsman.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, so folks can go Always back and Always finding a way to... Promote working it in because it's salient. <laughs> <laughs> but but we 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 bring the squirrel home and it's a it's a miracle to this day that I'm a I'm a hunter because my mom would destroy the squirrel meat. She would pan fry it and we're spitting out lead shot and there's still hair in it. it I just <laughs> hate like awesome. I loved hunting but I didn't love eating the squirrel so much. Since then I've learned better ways of preparing them. But yeah. when I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is. Don't, I don't want to kill too many because I don't <laughs> want to eat these things. Yeah, we've, Big Mac? we've got to take a break in just a second, but we've got uh, more to go with Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors, Sheriff Dave Marshak from uh, Jefferson County. Um, but on that note, uh, before we take this first break, Thinking Woodsman and Drury Outdoors, uh, you have podcasts and things, uh, really cool things happening in those areas. Tell folks about them. The, the last podcast I recorded for the Thinking Woodsman show mm-hmm. is titled, Should Would You Shoot Bigfoot? And it's 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 a legit wow. it's, yes. a, it's a legit what? look into the ramifications if you're out there in your deer stand, bow hunting or gun hunting, and you saw what you think is Bigfoot, what would you do? I have my answer, and uh, maybe maybe we go into it next. Uh, next you know segment, what? I will. We, I'll at got... least I will give my answer next segment. Let's do it because I, I can't wait. I have a I have a plan in case I ever encounter him. You kind of have to, but one hundred percent wild jury. Yeah, yeah, hit those and, two. And, and, and most importantly, Deercast. Like if you're yes. thinking about hunting, the Deercast app from Drury Outdoors. It's something that I I, I operate. It's it's my baby, and I, and I love it dearly. But if you want to learn how to hunt, if you and if you are a seasoned hunter, it's got tons of videos and and information and a deer movement predictor that is as sophisticated as they come. Which is even for the most experienced seasoned hunter. Uh, can be Something a to learn. a big help. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah. To, to know one hundred percent wild. Well done, baby. But to know where those deer are moving to, where they're going, that's that's don't a, waste your time. Yeah, that's yep. a that's a huge help. All right, we got to take a break. We got plenty more to go though. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Oh, Welcome back to done. Second Amendment Radio and the Great oh, Outdoors. Done. Tony Colombo, oh, Chad oh, Ellis, oh, Bo Matthews, oh, all here with you. Don't forget if you have missed any of today's show or any edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, download the Radio.com app. Uh, you can get our podcast in very, very many places, but the Radio.com app is probably the best place to do so, because once you have that app, you basically have one-stop shopping for everything here at the radio station. You can stream the station 24-7. Uh, while you're streaming, you can take advantage of the Radio Rewind feature, which is a brand new feature on the Radio.com app. It gives you the ability to rewind live radio 
And, of course, you can download the podcast of this show and all the other shows here on the station absolutely free. So if you missed anything with Aaron Tarlow earlier or the uh, hunting discussion that we are continuing to have in studio with Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors and uh, Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak, uh, you can uh, you can go back and hear it again or you can uh, catch it if you happen to miss it. And we are still going to talk a little bit of hunting. In fact, Tim... Just pose the question about how you would hunt. What would you do? Hunt Bigfoot, and so whether we're talking about hunting uh, deer or bear or Bigfoot, whenever we talk about hunting here on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, it's brought to you. Brought to you by <laughs> Razor. That was Come smooth. On, that baby. was smooth. That was the best segue ever. <laughs> was it really? Really? Brought to you by Razorback Armory on Manchester. It's a, a full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearms enthusiasts. Check out their website, RazorbackArmory.com. I was just there the day before Christmas. It's such a cool store. Do, do they have a Bigfoot hunting gun at Razorback? <laughs> I guarantee you they do. <laughs> I guarantee you. But, 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 okay, so your question you posed was that? Would you shoot him? What would you do? If you if encountered you, If you're in the Bigfoot, deer stand and you see Squatch walking, what you think is the Squatch. Because, Sheriff's because, like, because every other time I've been on this show, it's been a serious been a discussion <laughs> about law so enforcement and guns, <laughs> and now we're talking Bigfoot. I and, love it. And, and, and it, it is kind of, I mean, you could put an end to hundreds of years of debate. Yes. The blue man, yes. Yeti. Yes. So, so first of or all, or you could be charged anybody with who's homicide. <laughs> anybody who's listened to uh, me for very long on this show or the Dave Glover show or the Weekend Report knows that I absolutely believe in Bigfoot. Uh, Dave Glover and I have been wanting to go on a, a Bigfoot hunt for twenty years. years. Yep. Uh, and we are going to make that happen one day. And so, yes, I have an answer and a, I have a, I already know my plan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. If I see Bigfoot, this is what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Instead of running away, I'm running after him. Because and, I'm and trying... to script on him. Yeah, because I want to get that uh, uh, irrefutable proof on camera. Yeah. Not the... Not the four hundred foot blurry. So you're pulling out your cell phone. You're yeah. gonna video. So him. yeah. So I'm and I'm going after him to shoot him. If he attacks, I'm shooting him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but be- what's the other proof gonna be? Well, here because here's the thing: if I can get close enough to him that I that I can get the irrefutable proof, which would be that's all I need. Camera on okay, camera, okay. like close, like irrefutable close. But most people will run away. Because they're faking it. Um, <laughs> but most people will never get that close because they say they get scared or whatever. So I am going to get as close as I can and take the picture. I'm not going to shoot him unless shoot him. he attacks, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to, and I'll have the gun ready in case I need to kill him because he attacks. But I'm going after him. 
It's, I'm not running away. I'm going towards him. It's fortuitous. That's my plan. That we're, no, it, what do you think of my plan? It's, it's a good plan. Thank Unfortunately, you. It is a good plan. There, unless you produce a body, there will always be people who will say, ah, it's just someone in an yeah, ape suit. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't think I can shoot him unless he attacks. But don't you think, Tony, don't you think that with all the cameras, all the ring doorbells catching people being porch pirates at homes, yeah. don't you think all the hunting cameras that are out there, I've got I've got SpyPoint. It's mm-hmm. a cell-based one, so I don't have to have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And my, my phone hits every time there's a picture when mm-hmm. an animal goes by or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't you think with all the cameras out there, we would already have photos? We do. Four of them. We have four. That's about it. So my, I'm, 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 listen, if I'm, I'm going to pretend I never even saw it. Uh, <laughs> listen, if I if I came back and I and I told uh, the commanders at the station, that you I saw thought I saw yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there'd be a 96 hour involuntary commitment for me. <laughs> I'd be at a hospital trying to explain to everybody what I really saw. Uh, and I think that would probably be the end of my law enforcement, you know, sheriff career. So <laughs> it, I, I think I would just move on, uh, have a sip of the water, you and then get back to hunting. It, go ahead. But go ahead. It, it's great that you're here because let's say someone like, like Tony has a ton on air evidence that he he believes that Bigfoot is real, and he sees and just this is all hypothetical. He sees we what do he thinks is one crisis it's, intervention training all the time. We can really get some <laughs> we need help that for the show. <laughs> there, there's a dude in a Sasquatch outfit. Tony shoots it because he legitimately believes that's a Sasquatch. Oh yeah, and he he shoots a, a human. What happens to Tony? Well, number one, there's not an established hunting season for it, right? Right. So uh, that's going to be problem number one. Number two, uh, it doesn't fall within Missouri state statutes for self protection mm-hmm. uh, at that point. So I think you're just setting yourself up in this hypothetical huge yeah. yes you know, <laughs> yes which is a, we're, which we're having a very hypothetical question, conversation right? yes uh so you know consider those things um what if you hit it with your truck by accident like a deer <laughs> this is getting very specific yeah. it makes me wonder Look, that's well, a different scenario and i, mean, I think tim's point is if you're going to be like if somebody's out there faking it or, or trying to right. either you know, uh, create a viral video or scare somebody and they're pretending to be uh, an animal yeah. or, you know, a big foot or whatever, and they end shot. up getting shot, like, whose fault is it really? If somebody's on your property in a Bigfoot suit and you shoot them because you don't know who it, you don't know what it is, that, I think that's the, the point, of the, right? That's the sort of the point well, of your th- question. that's the downside. The upside is that, Hey, it was the Squatch, and you're now you're the person pr- producing proof positive that the Squatch exists, but you killed him. Tim, you are so woke. You're, you've edited his name from Sasquatch. You can't say Sasquatch. Come on, the Squatch. I can try. I call How it about the, the foot? The foot. Yeah. <laughs> the I, you foot. know, personally, I I'm like maybe twenty percent that he exists, but it's but it's an interesting enough question to I to totally really kind of think through. What would you do in that we'll scenario? We'll have a, we can do a whole big. Next time you're going to do Bigfoot on the podcast I'll, uh, we'll talk hypotheticals all I'm there long. baby all right let's change subjects no, uh, let's before do, we no, lose uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh sheriff we mentioned earlier uh you know new year going into a new year 2020 uh new legislative session here in the state of missouri uh alex salzman from missouri firearms coalition is uh on the show all the time and she's sort of on the front lines down there in jeff city every year 
uh, going to bat for everyone's Second Amendment rights. Uh, we are very lucky, very fortunate in the state of Missouri, and you guys uh, in, in some areas of the state, even more fortunate, like Jefferson County, as far as uh, Second Amendment protections and gun rights go. Uh, do you have any worries as we go into the new year that this legislative session could be uh, a time where, you know, some of these gun-grab Democrats no, I feel to... I feel good moving into this yeah, session. I good. was uh, excited to see um, uh, Rep- Representative Vescovo's, um, you know, announcement. Uh, I think it was around December nineteenth, um, getting prepared for the upcoming legislative session. Because uh, as the majority leader, I a floor leader, I think he's going to you know play traffic cop with some of those uh, bills to make sure they don't see the floor. For he a said vote. that he said that he's yeah that they're not even going to let them hit the floor. Yeah, so I, I feel good. Not I even mean, going to have a debate uh, on. And, and I, you know, listen, there wasn't no, there wasn't any worries before. Um, you know, I think we have good representatives there, and uh, I've tweeted about it. I feel confident uh, that this session is going to be a productive one. Um, but you know, during the the brief special session uh, that they called. Yeah, uh, to address, you know, the there was, mm-hmm. I think, 17 bills filed by Democrats on everything from uh, restricting ammunition to different weapons. And, you know, I, I've, I've had conversations with our legislators. I feel comfortable moving into this next session um, that they'll be more productive and not focus on, you know, law abiding citizens. And I think they'll support the rule of law. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where we're heading. I feel good about it. So one bill that will be discussed again this year, inevitably, because it's discussed every year. And it's very frustrating because we we have this Republican supermajority in the state of Missouri, and we do have, no doubt about it, we are one of the uh, most friendly states uh, in America when it comes to uh, gun rights. But there's a bill that that gets that gets discussed every year, but never actually even reaches a vote and we hear all these lawmakers say that they support it but then it never goes anywhere and that is the gun free zone bill the the bill to get to eliminate gun free zones in the state of Missouri we always hear a lot of buildings with signs on yeah we always hear these we always hear all of these lawmakers say they uh, they support this bill and they 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 want to pass it and get rid of gun free zones in Missouri but then it just magically sort of never gets voted on. Um, I I don't need, sheriff. I don't want you to take a stand uh, one way or another. But just from a law enforcement perspective, talk about um, gun free zones and whether they are truly, in your opinion, uh, make a place safer or if it's a a, a detriment to the. Second well, look, I, I think we can all agree it, it doesn't. It does nothing to stop criminal activity. Um, there's enough laws on the books right now um, that with proper enforcement, um, you know, might be in a position to help keep a safer community. That's not the reality of some of the legislation that's introduced. Some of the legislation that's introduced out there is, you know, what I would call feel-good legislation. And But it does nothing to protect us. It does nothing to protect our community. Um, and I think we have to be realistic about any legislation uh, moving forward. And, you know, while I'm not a representative or a senator making those decisions, uh, I'm certainly a voice for the people of our community that uh, don't want to be, um, you know, restricted because uh, there are rules on the books. Let's hold people accountable with the laws that are out there. Uh, but I think gun-free zones do nothing to establish uh, a safer community. And quite honestly, 
uh, your criminal element is going to look at that as an opportunity uh, more so than anything that would restrict them. Very good. Great stuff. Sounds like common sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. We are just about out of time. Tim Shelsvik from Dury Outdoors. One more time, how can people uh, find you, social media, podcasts, all that good stuff? Yeah, go to DeerCast.com. Um, you can go there on any browser and uh, get our 100% Wild podcast along with a ton of great deer hunting information. You also check out TheThinkingWoodsman.com. Very good. And, uh, Sheriff, if people want to keep an eye, an eye on what is happening in Jefferson County or follow you on social media, yeah, what are the you know, the, the sheriff's office has a uh, Facebook page. It also has Twitter, and then I'm on Twitter at uh, uh, Sheriff Marshak and uh, MarshakForSheriff.com. Very good. Great stuff. Bo, you got any uh, thing you want to promote? Parting words. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? Words. Actually, it was funny that you're, as we're mentioning these guys' uh, social medias, we never mention ours. I mean, you do on the Dave Glover Show. But, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, so you can find me at Bo Matthews. Mm-hmm. That's B-O-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S on all social media. Um, and you at Tony Colombo nine seven one on Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly on Twitter, so that's the best place to find me at Tony Colombo nine seven one on Twitter. And please, uh, throughout the week, feel free to send Bo and I questions or um, uh, things that you want to hear, issues that you want to hear us talk about, or questions that you have for us, and we will try to work those into the show every single week. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and uh, and also answer the question: What would you do? If you came oh, across Bigfoot, yes. what a tease! And we'll no, and we'll we'll recap yeah. on this because Absolutely. I think cameras cameras should pretty much take care of it. Do you remember there a lot was of a, pictures already, Bo? There was a community in South America. Some videos too. There's four. That's it. That's there's only four pictures no, of Bigfoot. I, look, we're about done. I'll show you a lot of pictures. The, Okay, we're done. We're out of time. (laughs) Don't forget about the uh, podcast on the Radio.com app. If you missed anything from this week's show or any other edition of Second Amendment Radio, uh, check it out on the Radio.com app. So for our producer, Chad Ellis, and my co-host, Bo Matthews, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you back here next week for another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.